Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, changing rock history one podcast at a time. Moms and girls, dads and boys, grandpas of all ages. Jesus. Welcome back. I was practicing that today. Yeah. I'm mixing that up a little bit. And how'd that I, go? Well, obviously I need more practice. Yeah, apparently. It That's sounded right. okay, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I'll try to throw you guys a little bit. Give That's you a little all right. I got to okay. keep it inter- interesting and all that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of. Pittsburgh, Kevin. Yes, sir. Uh, this is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. I'm still looking up there as if there's a camera. The yeah. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com is our website. All kind of cool things coming. So yes, stay tuned. It, but it's also a place to find like the archive of everything we've done, all the direct links to everything. The, you know, there's different podcast uh, players that you can download, you know, depending on what you like. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of cool stuff there. Our entire YouTube archive, all my old interviews, a lot of fun stuff like that. Check it out, LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Uh, WolfsCustoms.online will hook you up with awesome, awesome custom artwork done on your musical instrument. We should ask Chris if yes. we can send him our Epiphones and he can put Gibson on the hands. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I bet he could do it. He I'm sure he could. could. But it'd be like a hollow flash. It'd be like all kind of cool colors. That would be cool. And, yeah. That would be actually be cool. But anyways, Gibson but check him out. He's the Wolf Customs on online. Find him all over social media. Uh, Wolf, uh, Chris Thunderwolf Dotson. Great dude. Check him out. And rockrageradio.com. Why? Because there is a free app there lily v6 from rock rage radio calls me on the phone and says ludini you keep forgetting to tell people that it's a free app so like i'm i'm tired of the phone calls so here's how it's gonna go it is it's a free app at rockrageradio.com it's great music programming 24 7 just like what you're hearing right now so download the app some of you listen to it on rock rage radio and are going like what, what are you talking about? Because I already have that. So stop <laughs> saying it. But there's a lot of folks that don't. So check it out. 
rockrageradio.com download the free app uh, speaking of Lily V6 who I was talking about she just mm-hmm. happens to be here nice. with us so today. weird so, so weird that so, I'm here it's like so serendipity <laughs> to this <laughs> you're ridiculous There's a lot of synchronicity <laughs> oh boy Ooh. wow I like how you did that do you ever notice that like a lot <laughs> of words that mean the same thing kind of sound the same like lascivious uh-huh. licentious yeah. lust <laughs> Ooh. All right, now you're just getting excited. You know, they all, I'm just getting Lily excited. <laughs> Those are words, you know. Anyway, so go ahead, uh, Lily. Lily V6 from Rock Rage Radio. I am here. My show is on Thursdays, Hot Licks with Lily 6, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Like Lou said, the free app, rockrageradio.com. Noise. <clears throat> I just choked on my whiskey. That's a Hot. terrible thing. Oh, amateur. And speaking of Pittsburgh, Kevin, Mr. Yeah. Pittsburgh himself, Mr. Pittsburgh, what is going on? I just want to let everybody know that tonight's broadcast is... Brought to you by caffeine. <laughs> yeah, me too. Caffeine. When you need it, <laughs> caffeine, it's there for you. Caffeine yeah. gets the lead out. It does. <laughs> of it your does. ass. Hey, everybody. Never disappoints. Uh, so, right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, so we we did the um, m- Mount... What did we do? Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was listening. This is you, this. This will be my YouTube moment. My, uh, Michael Nolan has uh, some really good uh, has a really good program this week reviewing uh, 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 something we're going to be talking about here in a minute. But he also was mentioning the Mount Olympus of rock. Oh. Whoa! And so, so like if you think about it, the three main gods. Mm-hmm. Are Zeus, who's like the god of like, like the earth, yeah. the land, the and whole, all that. The big guy. The big guy. And then his brothers are Poseidon, who's the god uh-huh. of, the, of the wa- under the water, all over, right. you know, the ocean, etc. And Hades, who's the god of the underworld. Yes. yes. Okay. So, who would be the Mount Olympus? Wow. And this was his picks. And I, and I have a hard, I mean, you, we could rotate these around, but his picks were the Beatles were Zeus. Okay. okay. Led Zeppelin is Poseidon. I like and it. And Pink Floyd is Hades. Well, you those are the what? big three. So I you know what I mean. I, I, so I like it. I actually so like, like it. So yeah. there's a you know I I I had a, I was like I was like there's got to be others and but I can't I can't you know those other ones could be like some of the other gods you could throw right. in you know right. this one's Apollo Black Sabbath is Apollo whatever but I just thought that was wow. uh, that's that fun I like that idea kind of, kind of a good. fun thing so um speaking of fun things we did all kind of fun stuff this week. Uh, Lily V6, uh, though, had an interesting... What, do you want to talk about the movie first, or do you want to talk about Slayer? Well, I can, the movie's really silly and cute, but I, I, the movie I saw this weekend was... Um, a Christmas Story Christmas. Oh, how, so it was okay. The new Christmas oh, Story. How was yeah. that? It was very good. It kicked me right in the feels at the end of the movie. Yeah, I heard. Um, mostly everybody from the original movie is in the movie as adults, and then their kids are... Um, there in the movie as well and it's all about Ralphie trying to make the perfect Christmas like his father would try to do mm-hmm. so the bumpuses were there and the dogs and everything oh, it was wow. very you, there were scenes from the new movie that coincided with the old movie uh, I'll give you an example like you know the drawer that the teacher has with all the joke stuff from yeah. the past yes, yes. there's a drawer that a guy has that Ralphie's talking to with like Christmas gifts in it so it's like they open the drawer the same way and all the things are in it it's really okay. cute is it what is it taking place in current times? It's, it takes place in 1973. 
Okay. Right. So it's like 30 years after uh, the okay. original. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I was I was concerned that it was going to be like with cell phones. No, and like, no, not yeah. at all. Okay. That, you know what I mean? okay. And yeah. woke and, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's, uh, I think you guys will love it. It's very cute. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> it was done very well. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. We'll get to Slayer in a minute. Okay. <clears throat> but once we're talking about movies, I watched Troll. Oh, so not nothing to do with the Jennifer Aniston movie from the eighties. Okay, <laughs> is this the Scandinavian one? It's a, it, yeah, oh. Norway. Nor, 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 Norway's. They're they're nor, Norwegian. Norwegian. Mac. It's Norwegian. They're Norwegian. Mac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doc. If these Swedes did, they're Norwegian, <laughs> Mac. Um, so, so, uh, anyways, yes, it is Norwegian. Um, I was under the impression that when I first heard about this or saw, I didn't even watch a trailer. I just saw mm-hmm. a little, whatever, gif. You're like, oh, let me check that out. Meme, whatever. Yes. And I thought that, because <coughs> I, I thought, I thought they were creating an English language version of Troll Hunter that came out about 10 years ago mm-hmm. or so. Yeah, like- That's a found footage movie. I, I don't like a lot of found footage movies, but I, that one I think positively kicks ass. Mm-hmm. It's really good and clever and weird and this and for an, it's an indie film and it has really good creatures they did it really it's okay. a very good movie that's what i was thinking it's really of. good yeah. um but netflix has put out a movie called troll it okay. is norwegian and is most there's a little bit of it in english but most of it's subtitled okay, okay. so that was surprised me i was expecting like a hollywood movie it was it was made by like the Norwegian film whatever mm-hmm. so it's not anything to do with Hollywood or anything like that it is nothing to do with Troll Hunter it has not, not okay. it, there's not any kind of like mention of it or or uh, it just would have been cool if they would have worked that in but instead what they did was essentially I mean there are scenes that are you were talking about scenes in the Christmas story mm-hmm. things that were right okay Essentially, in many ways, they remade Godzilla 1996. Oh, really? It's 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 a char. This is like a charming movie. The best thing about it is the troll. The troll is fucking badass. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> but there are scenes that are they just you know in the in the Skull Island with the helicopters. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they literally do that exact thing. Oh, okay. Then the tr- and the troll almost could pass for King Kong because he's he's right. like he's like yeah. stands oh. on both legs, you know what I mean? Oh, <clears throat> you know. But there are scenes that are almost right out of Godzilla '90s. If I'm watching this, I'm like, somebody like, really liked that movie, and they incorporated and, it. <laughs> and everybody poops on that that movie. Yeah, the only problem with that movie is they called it Godzilla. It's more like the dinosaur that ate New York, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's not really li- actually Godzilla. But anyway, so Troll is, uh, the acting is, eh, it's okay. There's nothing, there's no standout performances by any of the actors. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what you would expect. There's beats that they hit along the way that are, you know, in in that type of movie, in a creature movie that you would have. But the Troll, the Troll's the best, the best part of it. It's check your brain at the door. If you don't (laughs) like Mm -hmm. silly monster movies then don't watch it but okay. if you like that if you're the if you typically say oh no i did godzilla and kong and all that stuff i have fun at those things well then i think you'll have just have fun okay. with this just don't go in expecting some like whoa oscar worthy you know? yeah, yeah yeah oscar worthy it's not the godfather <laughs> or lawrence of arabia <laughs> oh boy 
Um, so that was it for that was the the movie thing and um, the other movie thing I got uh, my plans on Saturday, uh, Friday night got shit canned <laughs> and like um, Stu and I watched um, yes, excuse me yes oh um, I'm waiting with bated breath uh, St- <laughs> Stu and I want <laughs> I was watching the Ten Commandments. Oh, okay. And I hadn't seen it. The last time I saw the Ten Commandments, I w- it was literally on network television. Yeah. And it was 17 it, hours long. It, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's almost four hours long, and it makes it even longer, right, with TV mm-hmm. and all the all the things. And I was a kid. Right. And I, But I faithfully watched it. Anytime it was on, I would rearrange my schedule to watch mm-hmm. that movie. Nice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, so to see it, it's been restored in high definition and oh. the whole thing. And it's like it's it. I mean, that freaking Charlton Heston. He, yeah. if I if I die and I go to heaven, yeah. and I meet Moses and he's not Charlton Heston, I want my fucking money back. <laughs> like, oh wait. I mean, Charlton Heston is yeah. fucking Moses. It's right. the end, that's the fucking end of it. Wow. It's that's wow. just like, yes, it's the end of it. But that was. So, but anyway, so he was like, "Well, we watched some. You want to watch? I want to watch this thing about the doors." So we watched. It's a. I don't think it was called classic albums, but it was about the album "L.A. Woman." Okay. Okay. And it was really cool. There's a lot of stuff I did not know, and it re. So we ended up watching another Doors thing after that. We watched their storytellers. We had the different singers get up Mm -hmm, and sing. mm -hmm. But something I wanted to point out to you. I was today years old at that on that day. Yeah. When I learned that. Mr. Mojo Rising. Please don't tell me you didn't know this. Is the, is an anagram for yes. Jim Morrison. Yes. I never knew that. Whoa. <laughs> first, well, that's fucking badass. Mr. Mojo Rising. That's fucking killer line. That's Whoa. a classic yes. line. And it happens to be his name. Yep. That wow. is just, I did not know that. Wow. And I wow. was like, fuck, that is fucking cool as fuck. <laughs> Whoa. The, uh, I, and then we watched the, the thing where they have the different singers. Um, the best singer, pants. This guy floored me. Yeah, is was tra- uh, tra- Travis Meeks. You know who he is? I don't know. He's that a singer name. from Days of the New. Remember okay, okay, band? okay. Yeah, right. yeah. He, I guess I never knew. His name. I'm getting chills just thinking about. It. He sang the end, which is oh, very no. difficult oh, song yes, to pull off. Yes. Like you almost have to be Jim Morrison to pull to that off. Yeah. It is so exactly. drenched in him. He destroyed it. He was wow. so. I mean, it was jaw droppingly amazing. Wow. He made. I was there. Was other singers? I was going like, oh, Pat Monahan. Uh, you, you sound pretty good. And the dude from uh, Ian, what's his name from uh, uh, the Cult. Um, I know Ian who it is, but I, yeah. Ian Ashbury, you know, he's all right. Scott, Scott Weiland, mm-hmm, he's not pretty mm-hmm. good, you know. Um, but Travis Meeks, mm. you don't have to watch the whole thing. You can pull it up on YouTube. Watch the Travis Meeks section with him singing the end. It is, <laughs> wow. I, I mean, they sound, and you could tell that like the rest of them were really like Feeding on, off of it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because it was so amazing. Very cool. I, he walks up. He's really weird looking. He looks uh-huh. it's like he's just kind of like skinny little kid. He's real short. Well, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I did not expect that type of performance. I was just gobsmacked. Cool. That's such a good like word. You took a gob, you know, cheat. Yeah. And then, and then what'd you do with it? with it? There you go. So that's right that's in the what, face. Right. Right. Interesting. Pow, right into Kissa. <laughs> Exactly, Moses. So, um, 
we so we saw some cool stuff. Uh, well, well, but Lily, well, actually, oh, Mr. Pittsburgh. I, I was going to add to the movies. Mine is not as good as yours uh, or yours, Lily. Um, so I, I've <laughs> don't, had... don't second don't second guess yourself. Don't say that. Maybe it's better. We'll see. So it's not Benji, is it? All right, let's just move on. <laughs> no, no, no. So I have Beverly Hills Cop, and I like it. It's a fun movie, you know. Yeah. But I have not been able to find Beverly Hills Cop two. It's one of those really hard ones to find. Right. But went out to uh, to a used DVD store and I found the trilogy one, oh, two, and three. And I'm like, trilogy. you know what? I'm just going to get one again just so I can get just two and three. So I watched two. Two is okay, you know, because it got Brigitte Nielsen in it. You know, <laughs> Brigitte Nielsen. Okay. Oh boy. But Beverly Hills Cop three. Oh my god. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible, to the good. point where I started researching why it was so horrible as I'm watching it. And so uh, there was a there was a conflict between Eddie Murphy and the director, which I forget who the director was. That's how much it meant to me. Where Eddie thought that Axel should have matured by the third movie, so he's not as funny or goofy. And That's it's just point, a, but they bring they bring back Serge. Remember Bronson yeah. Pinshaw? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he might as well have just repeated all the dialogue from the first movie. <laughs> no, I am serious. I'm like, oh my God, why? Oh boy. Why? So, so this is a don't see. Yeah, so my, my movie going experience was not as wonderful as yours. but you know, I hate when that happens. I hate it when it happens. You know? <laughs> Sometimes if a movie is really bad it can be fun to exactly. watch you know yes. you have to know that going in mm-hmm. um there's a youtube channel i will put a link to it what i want to recommend is fanboy flicks mm-hmm. uh weird movies with mark he does the <laughs> he's this guy should be a he should be like writing for like television shows his these guys <laughs> so funny he's a really yeah. good yeah. his scripts are fucking hilarious but he he goes through these movies and like the shit he points out though his delivery is so funny but you should check it out and it's if you like bad stuff so but Lily did not spend all the week indoors nope. I did not and you did go see a show I did go see a show what yeah, did you last see? night I saw Slayer which is it's called Slayer Krampus band um they played on Krampus knocked over at the hard rock cafe in Pittsburgh why don't you tell people tell them what Krampus Krampus I just happen to have notes okay, on that okay. yeah <laughs> Krampus knocked so the feast of St. Nicholas is celebrated um, in parts of Europe on December 6th hmm. on the preceding evening of the 5th Krampus night or Krampus knocked yeah. the wicked hairy devil appears on the streets mm, sometimes so accompanying St. Nicholas and sometimes on his own Krampus visits homes and businesses. The saint usually appears in the eastern right vestments of a bishop and carries a golden ceremonial staff. Um, unlike North American versions of Santa Claus, in these celebrations, St. Nicholas concerns himself only with the good children, while yeah. Krampus is responsible for the bad. Mm-hmm. Nicholas dispenses gifts while Krampus supplies coal and the root and beats kids with uh, birch sticks. Yeah. It's they so much it. fun. Yes. That's so much fun. To do. <laughs> um, unfortunately... Um, us American pop culture people have uh, put him in movies, TV, and video games. So now the legend is becoming less scary and more fun and commercialized. And everybody pronounces it Krampus, which no. really annoys Krampus. me Nine. when they say Nine. that. Nine. Krampus. Nine. But anyway, the um, Slayer Krampus band. Nine. Nine. Right? Nine. I got to get a sample of that. You oh, boy. Yes, that's right. Um, Slayer, S L E I G H E R, not oh, Slayer. I get it. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> the live metal Christmas carol mashup band bringing rock and roll holiday revelry to naughty girls and boys. So nice. The nice. celebrate they dress all up in Krampus gear. They're all the demon. It's super fun. Um, every member of the band. Um, they so they my favorite songs for last night were Motorhead's Ace of Spades mashed with Jingle Bells, <laughs> called Ace of Bells. Nice. Uh, Black Sabbath's War Pigs mashed up with Deck the Halls, Deck the, the Pigs. This, uh, this is, I wish I'd have gone to this. It sounds like fun. It's fun. <laughs> um, Radiohead's Creep mashed with Silent Night, Silent Creep. Mm-hmm. And this is my favorite one Van Halen's Panama mashed with Santa Claus is Coming to Town, oh, wow. Santa Ma. Santa <laughs> Once Beautiful. the crowd figured out the lyrics to everything, we were all singing it and dancing yep. and brilliant. like cheering that and is. like brilliant. it was it's just brilliant. wonderful. That's the most brilliant thing I've heard since the Trans Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> you can yeah. look at they do not sell their CDs. They only sell T shirts, but you can look up their stuff on YouTube and it's very entertaining. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I bet they I bet they clean up this time. Was the show packed? Oh yeah. Couldn't even walk yeah, through the place. I <laughs> Couldn't no, even walk through the I fig- I figured I'd had that's that's brilliant. They this usually play brilliant. at Market Square, but they did the Hard Rock this year because you know, cold people oh, yeah. are like, yeah, hard cock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they do so many different songs. They were mashups with Nirvana, and gosh, I can't even name any more right now because there were just so many. But it was just so much fun. It That's was like holiday metal. <laughs> nice. I like that. Nothing better yeah. than that. That makes me feel good in a special way. <laughs> oh, oh, tingly. <laughs> I haven't felt. This good since <laughs> yeah. I was a Cub Scout. Whoa! Okay, boy. now in, we're getting in, in Mr. Lloyd's. <laughs> oh wow! Cub stick out room. They yeah. will be at uh, Jurgles on the twenty first. If you guys still want to see them, okay. They only do a couple of shows uh, during the Halloween Mr. Lloyd. Oh, holiday oh, season. Oh, jur- not Jurgles. Not Jurgles. Jurgles. <laughs> 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 wow. And they are from Pittsburgh. Oh, that's cool. That's crazy. I know. It that's weird. Pittsburghers. <laughs> Them crazy Pittsburghers. Okay. So that's cool. Very cool. Very Yikes. cool. So let's start talking about um, some of these topics. You know, uh, first of all, we uh, we do uh, rest in peace to uh, Christine. I have a Christy. Christine McVie. Oh. <clears throat> oh, I mean, and her friends call her Christy, so uh, you know. I, oh, is that I, I why? Say, yeah, it's why. So you're one of her friends. <laughs> yeah, apparently, so Chris, uh, Christine McGee, uh, Fleetwood Mac passed away at the age of 79. I heard Justin Hawkins wow. say, "Oh, that's so young." And, yeah, um, like, dude. And I'm like, and you know, I don't know. Maybe at some point, that's not going to be as old as we think. I mean, a lot of ages aren't now as old people are doing right, stuff right. well into there. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, Harrison Ford's playing Indiana Jones. I, I know. Saw the trailer. June. Yeah. It comes out in June. Wow. Um, <laughs> I thought it was out already. I was so, excited. <laughs> from what I understand, there's a lot of de-aging and stuff going sure. on. Sure. I'm sure. But anyways, uh, so uh, Christine McVie, the, um, pi- she played the Piani, the other female vocalist yes. in Fleetwood Mac. Lily has some information that she would like to share with us on uh, Christine or Fleetwood on, on Christine. Well, do you want to give? Well, let's let's give a sort of overview of Fleetwood okay. Mac so people know. I mean, everybody's Fleetwood Mac is, but it's a cool band, and we're going to talk about them. So just mm-hmm. just relax. You're going to be you're, 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 it's going to be okay. Everybody breathe. <laughs> uh, when they first started out, primarily a British blues band, um, but they are a British ro- American rock band formed in London in 1967, founded by guitarist Peter Green, drummer Mick Fleet. Mick Fleetwood, I knew I was going to screw that up, and guitarist Jimmy Spencer. Okay, real quick, let <clears throat> me let me interject yes. something real quick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the John May Hall's Blues Breakers, yes, 
it spawned some other musicians that went on to be, you know, rock icons. One of them was Eric Clapton. Mm -hmm. Eric Clapton played with John Mayhall, then he graduated right. from there. The other one was Peter Green yes. mm -hmm. and John McVie. Oh, John I McVie was a bass player. Know that. I didn't right. know that. Right, and and I huh. and I and I believe if I if I, my memory is correct that Fleetwood that Mick Fleetwood did do like some fill in drumming with the blues. These guys all knew each other. Yeah. They were all London musicians. Yeah, they were all in the scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were all in the scene. So yeah. it's really interesting how these musicians. I never knew how Peter Green and Mick Fleetwood and John McVie like how they got together until I learned about um, the John Mayhall's Blues Breakers. Interesting right. stuff. So go ahead. Oh, cool. Um, Danny Kerwin joined as a third guitarist in 1968. Keyboardist and vocalist Christine Perfect, a.k.a. McVie, uh, contributed as a session musician from the second album, Married McVie, and joined in 1970. That is what I have so for... She, so Christine married John. Yes. Yep. So she was all she was throwing in some... kind of like doing some session work with yes. him. Yes. Acting mm. as a kind of like side musician. Mm -hmm. or, okay. Until they just absolutely fell in love with her, basically, mm. from what well, I was reading. Yeah. And they're like, why don't you just join the band? Um... I don't want to read the whole history of Fleetwood Mac because yeah, people know who they are, but Rumors, of course, was one of their best-selling albums. And but, they, but there were different incarnations. Can, can you touch oh. on the different incarnations? There's the, um, there is the Peter Green incarnation. And Peter, yeah. mm -hmm. unfortunately, like Sid Barrett, had some mental things going on and then somebody thought it'd be a good idea to give him like some super yeah. hardcore hallucinogenic nice. uh, yeah. acid. <clears throat> and it, it like he literally blew his own mind <laughs> um, and ended up, you know, like kind of a recluse, kind of homeless, wandering mm -hmm. around. Yeah. Event eventually, mm -hmm. his family got, you know, found him and he got nursed back to health. And he ended up uh, towards the end of his life getting back into the scene. He put out blues albums and he, yeah. he actually won a Grammy. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know that. <clears throat> so, um, so, so, but that was the first incarnation of Fleetwood Mac. So there's more incarnate. Can you kind of make They were, uh, so 1970, the three guitarists left in succession, replaced by guitarist Bob Welch, Bob Weston, and vocalist Dave Walker. By 74, Welch and Weston and Walker all had either departed or been dismissed, um, leaving the band without a male vocalist or guitarist. In 74, when uh, Fleetwood was scouting studios in LA, he heard the American folk rock duo Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks. Um, he asked Buckingham to be their new lead guitarist, and Buckingham agreed on the condition that Nicks could also join the band. Right. Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> um, that gave the uh, band a more pop rock sound after their 75 album Fleetwood Mac reached number one in the United States. Um, I think that that's um, a beautiful thing. Do you think it is? Yeah, I'm sorry. My music is... <laughs> what, the, you, has, what has that he brought Lindsay... It pooped. That Lindsay brought Stevie with um, him? Bob Welch famously <laughs> like joined a cult or something like mid-tour. Yeah. He's only on like one or two records. Right. Yeah. And he just like dropped... They were like in Los Angeles and he was like, oh, by the way, I'm sorry, I'm never coming back. I'm oh. I'm in I'm in this like... I'm a, I'm a member of the church of blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. That was... Lovely. uh Rumors ended up selling more than 40 million copies worldwide. 40 million. <laughs> Making it one of the best-selling albums in history. Um, during this time, though, the band, were, they were all going through breakups. Uh, John and Christine, Buckingham and Nick's, Fleetwood oh. and his wife, Jenny. While recording the album, they continued to write and Jenny. record together. Oh, God, no, I knew you were no. going to do that. 
Chennai. <laughs> this lineup remained stable for three more studio albums, but the late 1980s began to they began to disintegrate. Uh, Buckingham and Nicks left, replaced by a number of other guitarists and vocalists. A 1993 one-off performance for the uh, first inauguration of President Bill Clinton oh, reunited God, Fleet, uh, Fleetwood because that. Bill Clinton loves Stop. Fleetwood Mac. Tomorrow. <laughs> I did not have sex with that woman. And Nicks, Buckingham, John and Christine McVie for the first time in six years were together. And then they had that full reunion again mm-hmm. four years later. And then they re- released another album, The Dance. And then I'm not reading any more of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then then it all fell apart. Again. Yeah. There's much. You know, so much. It, this band, I mean, they are probably the most dramatic band. Right. But it worked. The most drama <laughs> yeah. of any band in the history of bands. I really don't think there is any other band. No, that has that has that much. I mean, like famous bands that you would know about, right? Right. Not like you know Joe Schmo in his Kokomo toes. Kokomo toes. In any case, they have seventeen studio albums. That's not bad. No, No. (laughs) regardless if it's all the same band or not. Okay, so I want to bring up something to y'all, all y'all, all All y'all. In my doing my research for Mm -hmm. this podcast, I discovered something. Fucking fascinating. Which is what? <clears throat> in 2017. Yes. Well, you know, there was Buckingham Nicks, right? Yes. Correct. In 2017, there was Buckingham McVie. Exactly. Yes. It's a, and this album is a Fleetwood Mac album without Stevie Nicks. John McVie and, and Mick Fleetwood are the rhythm section. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So it's a Fleetwood Mac album with okay. no Stevie Nicks. I listened to it. It's... An amazing album just released at the wrong time in history. Yeah. If they would have made this album in 1979 or 1981 or two or something like that, this would have been on the list of like one of their great albums. Mm-hmm. There's there's at least three songs that you would go like, this would have eaten yeah. up the radio during that era. Nice. It would have, you know, would have just been um, the shit. The shit. I was going to play like some snippets but <laughs> where's your internet i have no internet where's but your internet youtube go? is pooping the bed no internet so i can't so if i have to look something up i'm gonna have, have to use your phone we're just gonna make phone. something up <laughs> we just we'll just make it up kind of like what we normally do <laughs> what the <clears throat> um it's uh a, it's very cool if you like if you're a fan of fleetwood mac you will really like it um but it's just like when you listen to it, it just it sort of takes you back in time. Yeah, it has but, that. I listened to oh, it. Oh, did you listen to yeah, it? Yeah, it, it really it takes you back in feel. time. But it's just like it's just unfortunate that it's not wasn't gonna be ever be a record that like was gonna be like a big right have big hits that yep. you know we were mm-hmm. all gonna you know know and love. It just it just didn't happen. It just that wasn't just not gonna happen. <clears throat> it's a but it is really good. Um, interestingly enough, and what did you think about this, Mister Pittsburgh? Yes. Did you think you heard Stevie Nicks a few times singing backgrounds? Yeah. yeah. She's not on it, but there's but something about Lin, it. while Lindsay and 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 Christine sing in such a way on this record. They're, some of their there's their sound. Both of them sing a little right. breathier, a little raspier than they uh-huh. normally do. Huh. Uh-huh. And I think they brought. I think that like. They found a way to go like fuck you, Stevie. To get that, to get <laughs> like, that texture, you know, we can sound just there, yeah. as good without uh-huh, you. Uh-huh. Um, you know, interesting enough, like anytime they've ever tried to replace 
Lindsey Buckingham, they always had to have two guys. Two, yeah. Two guys. Yeah. I mean, even Mike Campbell from Heartbreakers is the latest guitar player yeah. in that band. Mm-hmm. And no, they have another guitar they player. Have, yeah. I mean, I didn't know how, like, quite frankly, um, like Mike is a, Mike is a great musician, but mm-hmm. I, I I didn't know if he could cover some of like the finger picking and stuff right. that that uh, Lindsay did. <clears throat> so he, obviously, there's another guy there to kind of right. like to help help him out <laughs> with that with that sort of thing. Yeah, I um I forget what year it was, but I got to see the last tour with the entire original like '76 lineup. Nice. Um, yeah, a friend of like mine. Like the reunion tour? It was a reunion okay. tour, but they were all there. Uh, Christine That's and awesome. Lindsay and Stevie and Mick. And, so you got and the John. whole experience. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I remember because this is when ticket prices first really started going up. And a friend and I well, were. Well, can gonna... I ask you a real quick question? Yeah. Yeah. Was it in this century or the previous century? I'm not trying to be smart as I'm just. Uh, it It would have been in the 2000s. Okay, so it would have been in the century. Yeah, it okay. would have been in the century, if you want to put it that way, yes. Um, but yeah, I remember a friend and I were going to go, and she's, you know, I was kind of dragging my feet getting the tickets, and then she called me, she goes, I got the tickets. I'm like, oh, good. She goes, yeah, they're $125 a piece. But now, looking back, I'm so glad that we Now they're went. $1,500 a piece. Yeah, exactly, that's, right? Yeah, that that's... would have been a bargain. <laughs> but uh, it was a great show. Great show! So I'm so glad I got. Let me ask you a question. Uh, We'll nerd out for a second. Okay. Um, That guitar that Lindsay plays, right? The Turner. The Turner. Did he? Does he ever play the Les Paul live? I I actually saw him solo, um, maybe a couple years after Fleetwood Mac, and it was all Turner. It was all. It was different Turner. So it wasn't. He just does one. have more than one. Yeah, he does yeah. have more he than one. Like I saw an his acoustic um, one. He had the solid body one. I, I saw a, uh, yeah, a, a premier guitar thing on, like you know, his the like, rig mm-hmm. rundown. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh. So Christine, what are what was what are her major contributions to Fleetwood Mac? Really? Um. She has written eight songs. Um. For the band, but the ones that I have down here are everywhere. Don't stop mm-hmm. and little lies and little lies happens to be my favorite Christine McVie song. Oh, she wrote "Don't Stop." Yep, she sure did. Interesting. That's a, was so a massive hit. Yeah, and so are little little lies and yeah. and everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, the, yeah. I want to be with you everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those were big radio like ear, earworm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, yeah "Don't Stop" is one of my favorite. Just too. get stuck in your head. She did "Songbird." She wrote Songbird. Uh, I'd have to check on the other. Uh, one. Yeah, wrote Schlongberg. I, I know. Basically, it was just her. I remember watching a documentary. It was just her and a piano in like a oh. concert hall. And uh, as they started recording it, they said to Lindsay, "Wouldn't it be nice to have like a little acoustic guitar behind her?" I feel so like he, you've told me this story before. Yeah, and so that's why <laughs> hey, if you listen, well, that that's exactly what it is. Like they, they she played the song, and they're like, "It's it's fan, it's phenomenal. It's just missing something." So they just had. Lindsay in the background just playing accompanying chords and it really rounded out the song but uh yeah it's a great song I love I love the Fleetwood Mac like when they were out Rumors of course is amazing mm-hmm. uh, my first exposure to them was on the Blue Jean Network there was it was a, this was a concert series they think there was like literally five episodes I think it was <laughs> I remember it was Fleetwood it. Mac yeah. Chicago was another yeah. episode. Oh, nice! April Wine yes, was an that's episode, what I and, and there might have been, there might have been another one. 
In any case, I saw the Fleetwood Mac. It was about 1978, something like that. And I was gobsmacked. I thought, again. Again. That's the word. <laughs> the word for is. today is Hooray! gobsmacked. <clears throat> oh, come on, I need a more a momentous yeah, sound effect. Do it. There we there go. We go. Okay. Yeah, that's momentous, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the momentous boing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm going to use that phrase for the something else. This boy. <laughs> I was a kid. You know, I was a kid. I was a kid. And I had been had no I was very naive about music. I had very little exposure uh-huh. to anything. And I was uh, vacationing in Arizona and it was absolutely nothing to do. And so I raided my uncle's uh, tapes. Nice. Okay. And he had some cool tapes. He had some that I was he had Spyrogyro, which I was not Okay. Like ready for? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was yeah. too. It was jazz. That was I wasn't jazz. Yeah. But yeah. he had Fog Hat Fool for the City and some nice. some okay, records then. like that. So sure. good stuff. Sure. Yeah. So he had some things, and my sister and I found the Blue Jean Network on the cable television that they had out there. And all of me, it's called Blue Jean Network, but all it was was like three concerts, and they called it the Blue Jean Network. Mm-hmm. But it was like it never became like a. A big, big thing. It wasn't like the Midnight Special right, right. or Don Kirshner's rock concert yep. <clears throat> or anything like that. And, you know, it was during there, so it was like 78, 79. So that was right then, like when, mm-hmm. you know, rumors, like Tusk, I think Tusk, they had just released Tusk. Okay. I think it was on the Tusk tour. Oh. One of the most expensive albums ever yeah. ever produced. We talked about yes, that Yes, we talked time. about that, yeah. And uh, you know, full just that was that great, um, amazing lineup. And they didn't need; they only needed one guitar player. Uh, uh-huh. That's one of the things that really impressed me was yeah. what an amazing mm-hmm. musician <clears throat> uh, Lindsey Buckingham was. So, uh, Christine McVie. This is just a kind of quickie. Jump in. She she passed away at the age of seventy nine. God bless her. I hope that she's making yeah. music with the rest of them up there. Um, you know, I have a theory that none of them actually have died, like Prince and David Bowie and something. <laughs> they just like looked at what was coming and went, "Now yeah, we're we're, the, we're we're leaving this planet." Yeah. So they are they're yeah. like someplace else, rocking out. <clears throat> they're probably in a beautiful island somewhere, mm-hmm. drinking yummy so. cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! So let's uh, hit on a couple other quick things here, and I want to ask you guys this. Okay. Okay. The Rock Hall, which you know we're sure. big fans of. We are. Should Dolly Parton be in the Rock Hall? Ooh. My honest opinion on it is no. Yeah, same here. <laughs> same. Sorry, I same Dolly. here. I think this is something that like we all went when Dolly Parton was in, like, oh yay. Yeah. But really, we were all like, you really? don't really. You're so good. We love you, Dolly. But mm-hmm. you just don't belong. No, you don't belong no. there. Hank Williams doesn't belong in there. Willie Nelson doesn't belong in there. No, sir. Waylon Jennings does not belong in there. Johnny Cash, his last three albums were rock albums. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, you could make an you argument. Make an argument. But I'm still mm. would be on the yeah. n- no. no side. Nah. No. <laughs> That's why there's the Country Music Hall of Fame. Right. Exactly, right? Yes. sir. And Eminem, absolutely not. But uh, I understand <laughs> yes. I understand Word. the desire to have those type of singer-songwriter kind of people in there because mm-hmm. uh, they do have an influence on it. But I think that we have to say this. I think the, the right way to look at is like did they have were they on rock radio 
that's a good. No. That's Were good. they on no. rock on rock radio? Right. Dolly Parton was all over the radio. She was not on rock right. radio. Right. She was on. Okay, so she did Islands in the Stream with um, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. She yeah. did Nine to Five. You know, those were yes, pop songs, pop. but they weren't really on the rock charts or on the right. on the rock radio. So I think if if it's rock radio, I think that you can you can I think it, and it's not like rock is trying to be so like prejudicial or something. It's rock is a pretty wide yeah mm-hmm. genre. Sure. You know, you got rock includes Metallica and Bruce Springsteen. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a pretty diverse um, uh, thing there. So I don't think that we need to be dipping uh, our toes Elsewhere. into country music <laughs> or hip hop or whatever. R&B, all of that. Yeah. yeah. But I did want to specifically ask you guys about Dolly Parton because yeah. it's like, I think it's a kind of like, she's, you know, she's so nice. Yeah. Right. As much we as all, I love her. Everybody we loves love her. her. But, she, but yeah, not, the, not the rock roll hall of fame. Yeah. Sorry, girl. Okay. <clears throat> I'll so, have a drink with you, though. So the other thing <laughs> yeah. that, that I came across this, this and this has been bothering me for a long time. Yes. Um, musicians. Uh-huh. Especially guitar players. Okay. We have this thing about gear. I, I don't know. I, I think that possibly producers have the same thing with studio gear and plug-ins sure. and things like that. Um Maybe drummers have the same thing with drums. I don't know. But for guitar players, there's this thing called gas. <laughs> uh, gear acquisition syndrome. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was bad. <laughs> but since YouTube, oh. it's it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Because if you are, if you have any kind of like issues like with like dopamine, mm-hmm. like yeah. you can get, you can just get sucked into YouTube for hours watching these musicians in these youtube channels do these reviews of gear Mm -hmm. yeah now i understand like you got to look at you got to look at musicians like um chris buck um pete thorn um rj ronquillo these guys like like this is an outlet for them to play they get to like perform Weekly or a couple times a week on their channel demonstrating this equipment. So they need, you know, I, I, I get where it's coming because it's like the music business is so screwy. You know, these guys <laughs> right. are like, these are all guys that like 30 years ago or so would have been in touring acts or big bands um, or they would have been like well paid session uh-huh. musicians. They would have been like at the upper echelon mm, and that right. type of stuff. <clears throat> and um, so they're schlepping it out on YouTube, trying to you know trying to make some money. So I, can't, I I have a hard time really blaming them per se. But like for instance, there's this pedal that came out. I'm not going to get into what it is, but literally five guitar channels at least released <laughs> videos on it today. Uh-huh. Oh boy, really? Yeah, on the wow. same pedal. <clears throat> and. I mean, and these are all the big channels, like the big yeah. ones. The 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 Pete, Thor- uh, you know, people like Pete Thorne and R.J. Ronquillo, um, you know, people like these. They're really the the big channels. <clears throat> um, Sean Tubbs is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean has had some success, success as a Nashville session guy, and he was in Carrie Underwood's band uh, for a long time. And uh, but it's. I think I think guitar players. This is one of the reasons why rock is having trouble. Guitar players are fucking distracted with this bullshit. 
you know, it's bullshit. I, the, the, I, I, I would encourage you guys to look more at the educational channels. Find the guys that are teaching you how to improve as a songwriter, as a musician, and start. You know, you're kind of watching the wrong channels. There's a guy like his name's Ben Eller. He's a. <clears throat> we'll talk about gear here and there, but mostly it's guitar lessons. And his he has a tagline: <laughs> less clicking, more picking. Okay. You know? So sure. I, 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 but I think the temptation is because it is this like dopamine thing. Yeah. To kind of just rush. lost in gear, and then you think you need this thing, <laughs> and you know, and before you know, yeah. you, your mind is all jacked up. You probably have, unless you're like have nothing. Most of y'all, all y'all out there, all y'all, all y'all have whatever you need to like write, start writing songs. And produce. I'm like looking at myself. Like I keep buying shit. I'm like, how much music have I produced in the last five years? Virtually fucking nothing. <laughs> but boy, when you're ready, you yeah, got I some mean, yeah, equipment. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It's fucking stupid. Exactly. You know, so I'm like kind of yelling at myself over this. But I, I, I I'm just um, something that I think that it's like poisoning our minds as guitar players to like be so sucked into these things. I mean, how many overdrive pedals? <laughs> Do we, you know what I mean? Like, seven. you know, and I, know, I need seven. And, Thank and, you. And listen, and, and, and the other kick in the pants is this is kind of an aside is like <laughs> some of these guys, they're awesome. Like, yeah, Sean Tubbs and the, uh, uh, what's his, does it, what's his name? Um, Robert Baker. Like, these guys are really good, but no matter what they play through, mm-hmm. they pretty much sound the same. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh boy. And that I think goes to show that like music is about the musician. Not so much the gear. The so there's gear, a kind yeah. of subliminal message in there that like, do you really need this whoosie what's it, this pedal, this amp, right. this whatever? Because look, here I am and I pretty much sound the same right. on everything I right. play. Exactly. <clears throat> so, I, but yeah, but it's just, it, it, it's a sort of, oh, go ahead, Lily. You're just saying you don't need to buy all the things. We don't need to buy, don't we don't need, need to buy all the things, to. but no. there's a sort of like, thing, this like weird corporate thing that is kind of seeping itself into this like you know with Gibson and these high profile brands you know really trying to shove it down your throat and I think that um, we need to become a, be aware of what's of what's sort of being done that we're right. really being marketed to yeah you know what I mean I, I get Pete Thorne like it's an opportunity for him like he writes a song for every one of these videos He's fucking sick. He's amazing. You know what I mean? And, and what I find myself doing is I just watch him play his song uh-huh. and then I turn it you turn off. Turn it I, off. I watch yeah. something else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I don't need to hear, you know, you know, it's it's either, you know, you know what you like, you know. Yeah. And we all don't, we all got to stop sounding this like the same. That's that's a, that, that's another yes. thing that's wrong with music. Like, um, we're going to talk about New and Notable next. Okay. But... I, I want to I want to ask you guys I want you guys to be honest. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> These artists that we're picking, I mean, they're all new or their record is new. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But are they really notable? Like, uh, listen to me. Listen, oh. hear me here. Oh. See if you can pick up what I'm putting down. Okay. Do you remember way back in ancient history, yes. like in the 80s and 90s, when you listen to the radio? I've had enough of that. But go on. When the song. <laughs> Or eighties, eighties too. Same uh-huh, thing. Uh-huh. When a song would start, you could pretty much in a few seconds, you knew. pretty much knew what band it yeah. was. 
Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Lily? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, of course. You could tell Guns N' Roses. I could part- tell Motley Crue from like three guitar picks. Sure. So. Right, right. Sure. You can tell, like, like Van Halen didn't sound like Ozzy. Right. Ozzy didn't sound like yeah. Motley Crue. Motley Crue didn't sound like Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, even in that big guitar rock sound, like, and, you know, and all these vocalists had very distinctive voices, et cetera. Um, but the, the, a lot of these bands that were playing sound very derivative like I'm not hearing I'm not hearing the Ronnie the next Ronnie James Dio right okay I'm not hearing I'm not even I'm not hearing the next Rob Halford mm-hmm I'm not hearing the next Aussie. I feel like you're like, asking an awful lot. I know, I'm not. Like I, it's more than just having like amazing chops. You know, if it was just that, then the fastest guitar player would be the most famous. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. not about that. It's you have to kind of create something. Um something and it has to be a little different. It can't sound like the past 20 things. This is one of the reasons like I turned off Octane because so many of the bands really were so fucking similar. And I right. didn't listen for a week and make that determination. I was listening to Octane for months, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. months and mm-hmm. months. And I became, and I even presented bands on here that I thought were cool and songs, that I, and they were good songs, et cetera. But at the end of the day, I was like, man, there's so much of it that is so, like, homogenized. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what do you guys think about that? No, you're absolutely right. And, and I feel bad because a lot of the new and notable notables I've brought, they're more new than notable. And now, if you, you sit yeah, well, if you sit down like if I were to sit down and watch the videos of all the bands I've picked, they're all very similar. And if you would be like, Who is this? I'd be like, Oh, I'd have trouble picking which one is which. So there you go. Lily I think has a different opinion. Well, maybe for some of mine, but not all of mine. I think I have pretty unique ones every week. Yeah, you okay. do. Um, uh, okay. Like the Midnight Devils and then Disturbed and then I had the Progressive, which you know is not my thing, the Progressive band that one week. So yeah. I, I agree. I agree. And there are some bands that do stand out like Coheed and Cambria. Well, that yeah, band is really distinctive. Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, I, I, we need more like that. Yep. And I don't mean... I'm not telling you guys like we should copy them. I'm saying we no, should right. only copy the fact that it's different. Yeah. But yet good. Exactly. You know, it's yes. like... Oh, <laughs> I posted a video in the um, in the group this week. Um, I tagged you guys in about outside. I think it's what's called outsider music. Yes, outsider yeah. music, and it's artists like um, like Tiny Tim and some of these weirdos, uh-huh. uh, and how that like <laughs> and how uh, we really are being conditioned to like. I mean, Spotify just will play you. They'll a niche. And you mm-hmm. will not hear anything Thing outside else. of yes, that niche. Yes. And in a one in one way, I love it because I'm you know. But you on the other hand, but the other yeah. way, the radio played me way more of a variety within mm-hmm. what I like. So I discovered we talked about this before, like Van Halen, and then I would hear Bob Seger. Mm-hmm. And right. then I would hear Ario Speedwagon. Right. And then I'd hear Judas Priest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then I'd hear, you know, I mean, like, it was like, and those bands all very different sounding, mm-hmm. but all killer and all rock. Right. Um, so there's like, I mean, I think that, you know, I don't know. I think the radio is part of the issue, but a lot of these newer bands, like I've been um, front the uh, Frontiers Music, um, Nuclear Blast. Oh, I love um, Nuclear Blast. I think it's, what is it? 24? 
first century media or something like there's like three or four that i subscribe mm-hmm. to and i will click and i will listen and, and a lot of them like there's a lot of bands i'm going like that sound like the last band I did. exactly mm-hmm. yeah but in any case so it's just it's just something i noticed let's go ahead and go through our new and notables lily what do you got i'm gonna say something before that though like i'm laughing because my show people have called bipolar because i will go from like death metal to like there will be an acoustic song. I think that's that, why like, I laugh. That is fantastic. Yeah. And I, I know. I, I think that's that's fucking great, and um, people need that. Well, I'd like it to be. Now, I'm not going to try to advertise for another radio show, but Bob FM. That's what I, Bob plays. Everything. So does Lily. I think that, like I, essentially like the Bob FM of rock. Yeah, like, that's kind of what DVE, the big rock station here in Pittsburgh, was in the in the heyday. Yeah, where they were playing right. newer. They were playing current artists and classic artists, yep. and it was this great mix of like really diverse things go ahead what do you got today uh, so disturbed has a new album that came out november 18th called divisive um on reprise records it was produced by drew falk i don't like it all right Whoa, well, you can bite me. It's, that's how divisive it is oh I don't like my it. god oh, it's I the eighth studio album by disturbed it's the band's first wow. studio album in four years so we were about due i guess for them um it includes uh the title track divisive which is probably my favorite one but they also have um unstoppable um, which is described as a bombastic beat and really a battle song. And there was something interesting about this, and I can't remember now. Oh, it's uh, it's similar to the band's earlier albums, such as The Sickness and The Ten Thousand Fists. Mm. And Wilson of Heart appears on the album. No way. On the what? song title, Don't Get Tell Me. Get out of time! She wanted to work with the band members after hearing the band's famous cover of The Sound of Silence. The song was inspired by okay. guitarist Don Dan Donegan's divorce from his wife of 18 years. Hmm. Ten tricks. Uh, ten tricks. Ten tracks. Uh, ten mo- tricks? Yes. Mostly hits. A cu- couple misses, but mostly hits. Okay. All right. This is a little bit of divisive. So yeah, definitely. Okay, disturbed. Cool. All right, there very you cool. Go. Very disturbed. Very <laughs> I get it. I, I see what you I did there. See. Very divisive. I get it. Oh boy. Very divisive. Oh my, so, um, sir. Awesome. And uh, we put a link to the single, uh, which is the title track, in the show notes. Yay. Mr. Pittsburgh. Hi, everybody. It's Mr. Mr. Pittsburgh. Oh, boy. <laughs> I am working on both you guys' theme, theme music. So. Oh, Lord it scares Jesus. me. <laughs> Lord Jesus, someone help us. All right, so my pick uh, this week is Royal and the Serpent. Let's now, give a quick sec, real quick. Yeah. I've got no regrets. Yesterday I slept till sunset. Woke up on a hardwood floor again. I can't even count on half the people that I call my friends. Rolling through a night. Okay, so maybe go a little fa- further. Further into here, like, here, yeah. let's kick in. There it is. I get the I get the so hook. kind of, kind of kicks on. in there and has a little has a little bit of fun. So so go ahead and talk about it. So uh, Royal and the Serpent now Ryan Santiago, <laughs> not not PFC Santiago, from Windwood Company. Not that guy. <laughs> not that guy. Not PF um, Chang. No. Oh, now I want that for <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway. I'm hungry now. So Ryan Santiago uh, was born uh, May 25th, 1994. She's known professionally as Royal in the Serpent. She's an American singer and songwriter. Um, She's a New Jersey native. 
let's see. Uh, she has, uh, what do I go? One, two, three, four. Ah, ah, ah. She has four <laughs> tits. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. That'd be so bizarre. But uh, no, she's got four albums out there, uh, all released recently, like uh, 2020 uh, up to 2022. And, uh, yeah, I found her on the TikTok. And I'm like, well, this is quite interesting. But uh, that, that's, I'm looking uh, at her YouTube channel. Yeah. Um. It's uh, she's got this video has well she has 112,000 subscribers so wow. she's not a massively big artist but she does have a song right but yes exactly she's got a very Shuri Curry look yeah about yeah her. I, I I you know I uh, I think that the look and the vibe oh look it, wait a minute hold on she only has two boobs yeah we'll um do. all have a lot to do do have something to do with like this is something that justin hawkins will comment on when he's like talking about something he'll be talking, like oh yeah look what look how he's rocking this you know uh-huh, like uh-huh. that you know cool like you know shaved head on one side look or whatever like exactly. you know yeah, yeah. to kind of like stand out or be kind of like edgy or whatever i think that that's important that was part of what made the big rock stars are big rock stars growing up. I mean, David mm-hmm. Lee Roth had a certain, right? Yes. You know what I mean? Vince Neil had a thing, you know, yeah. Bon Jovi had a thing, had Bruce a thing. Springsteen had a thing. They all yes. have that like thing that makes you go, that makes them kind of stand out. Exactly. Like, you know, I look at me, I'm on a stage. I always look at stage clothes. I know that sounds awful, but I can't help it. But it's that, and it's also the sort of way, she does have a, um, a very, um, what would you call that? Like, a, like, oh, oh, she's got that, like, she's got the Courtney um, love, like, strung out on heroin kind of thing yeah, going on. Yeah, you know? she's got the dark eyes, um, the hair's little pre- disheveled. Little, yeah, the, pretty yeah, reckless. Yeah. 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 The, well, yeah, no, not pretty reckless at all. I think so. I think bit. she's I don't, this, not, not pretty this, reckless. I think she's pretty reckless. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Look out, she's crazy. Um, I yeah. was, I, I gave it a quick listen. Um, I, I'm not saying I'm giving it thumbs down or anything like that, but I think that it does have a sound and a style, like especially when it kicks in, yeah. that it sounds a lot like a lot of other. Well, that's stuff. that's when you started talking about that. I'm like, oh geez, because that that kind of describes my pick for this week. I mean, like it's cool and it's new and it rocks, yeah. and I totally respect the bitch. She's she seems really like the, the song is good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just like I'm trying to encourage us to. You know, musicians, all of us to like be a little yes. bit more original. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> you know, we don't all have to have the same guitar sound. We don't have to have the same drum mix. We don't, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but what's this is, I think, part of the problem with computer recording and stuff like uh-huh. that. It's so easy for everybody to basically have the same equipment because it's yep. all, exactly. all plugins. And so everybody sounds the same. Um, my pick is another band who I will admittedly say is a kind of, you know, a very, very sort of familiar sounding sound. Okay. They're called Infinite and Divine. The funny part of it is the song is called LARP. I thought the band was called LARP and the song was called Infinite <laughs> and Divine. Yeah, it can be confusing, Lou. Female vocalist again. I like that chord change. 
da dum 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 I think that the, I think it's a nice song. I think it's a I think it's a very cool song. She has a good look. The band sounds good. It's a little unimaginative though. But it's cool. You should check it out. You know, what did you think, Lily? I like her clothes. Yeah, I like it. Oh. She has a great voice. Mm-hmm. Like, really mm-hmm. good. I would hire her for my band right now. Right now. <laughs> right this moment. Right. She's uh, a recall. Um, yeah, uh, but I'm try- I was trying to get some uh, info on these bitches. Oh, my. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, like, okay, we'll jump over to this, but man, I, I couldn't find much on them. They've got a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Well, real quick, let me see what the uh, downloads and stuff are. Now, this is just came out like a few days ago. Okay. That's the wrong one. That's the wrong That's one. the other one. Um, so it has 400 inch. They have more. Wow. They have a more following than the other girl, um, okay. which kind of surprises me. The other girls seem more pop or more Poppy, accessible, yeah. more current. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this has a more of a, I don't know. But in any case, um, they have, uh, 424,000, um, uh, oh, I apologize. Is that views? That, no. Now let, let me let me let me restate that. Okay. The Frontiers Music oh. is the has all the um Okay. It's not um It's not this band. I'm gonna see how many views I can we see how many views the video has? Am I not They used to have it on there. Yeah. I'm not seeing how many you might be able to disable that. Oh, okay. Now, oh. You know what I mean? They, you, YouTube is offering things to like, once you get so many subscribers, if you right. can get to play around and cha- tweak up your shit a little bit. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. But I, I mean, I listen to some of Some of these are older. Like I listen to Revolution Saints um, and some of these other bands. Um, I've discovered a song by Hardline. Yes. That I didn't even know. Uh, what's his name? Isn't even playing. Um, Sean. He's not in it or Sean. anything like that. It was like, damn, it's a good song. It's, it's older. Yeah, it's older. It's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, Infinite and Divine. They've got a Facebook uh, thing um, about. Let's see. There, no, there's like, not, where's the oh, come nothing? On, guys, come on. Get all we have is Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> oh, <no>. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Infinite. Good. Well, it looks like this might be, these two might be a couple. So. <laughs> Couple of he's, what? he's infinite and she's divine. Oh, I'm maybe. digging the very gothy black to silver hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that! Well, well, <laughs> yeah, kind of like my goatee. <laughs> yes, perfect. Yes, uh, they've got 3,000. Okay, now this is more okay on Facebook, they have 3,000 followers. Okay, okay, so that is a very small. This is you know, yeah. these guys might be like you know. You know, they, they they might be like in the real estate business or something. You know, what I'm making <laughs> right, money. There's no right, way, right, right. you know, that they're like. They're but out, uh, but but yeah. I think it's good, and I think and I think if you like, it, don't pay attention to me. I think if you like <laughs> it, you should. We all we do is present it, yes. and I'm just I'm not I'm saying that I think it's great. I'm just wishing we could be, you know we could mix it up a little bit more um okay so that was that there was a couple of things i wanted to mention real quick to to all to all y'all oh yins oh yins out there now um just real quick we i was going to attempt to play instead of playing um the strange love record is the background music i was going to attempt to play um like old christmas yes like didn't work out for you did it and no no. I there's no way I like I, it was like there's no way I can do, a do rock it. and roll podcast. 
no, with that play. Like, I'm just going to, like... May you marry Um... So, <laughs> so anyways, but today I was listening to some uh, some weird Christmas mix, and Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons were doing um, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and he was doing all this really obnoxious, like, and it was like completely wrong. Why? It was well, we were busting out laughing. Wow. Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention that I we were talking about stuff that we did this week, um, you know. You're sitting down to have something to eat or whatever. You don't want to put a movie on because, like, you know what I mean? I, you know, you just want yeah. to, you know, want to have something on. So I've been watching old episodes of South Park. Oh, <laughs> and there's an, ep- there's an episode in season 13 called The F Word. And I would encourage everybody listening to go watch that episode uh-huh. because it has to do with how fucking stupid we all are yeah. over words <laughs> language things we call things and yeah. why it is and it is so brilliant yeah it, it, it you, when you get to the end you're like holy, holy fuck yeah. this is like one of the most <laughs> brilliant things i'd ever seen because they touch on so many aspects of this thing with 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 language here well, the premise is the kids are fishing yes and this motorcycle gang comes by with the real loud yeah, motorcycles yeah, yeah. and they're like you guys are a bunch of fags okay so they keep calling fags and the motorcycle goes oh, don't you want to call these fags <laughs> and so finally the kids are like we're done with this they paint fags go home all over the town well the school mm-hmm. finds out Oh boy! Oh boy! And then so they have a call an assembly, and they're like, "Children, I can't believe blah blah blah." And and so of course Eric and uh, Stan and they uh-huh. put up their hands and say, "No, no, we did it." And they're like, "What? Why do you hate? Why do you hate homosexuals?" You're like, what? "We don't hate homosexuals. Yeah. We hate fags." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and it turns out you know the char- the character Gay Al. Yeah. It turns out he hates fags too, and oh. it becomes a whole thing. Oh it, boy! But that's just a small part of it. The way they this thing evolves. Is like when you at the end you go like you're right. You're like, absolutely right. Like yeah. th- like these words are like it, it, this is something I've said for many years that like I think if black people just said no we want to be called the n word just, just that's fine people just call it, it would people it, lose interest th- yeah and that's this pretty much right. this <laughs> kind of is where this is going it's like yeah, at yeah. some point it's like it's fucking stupid yeah relax. Yeah. It's no, fun. You know me. I'm all about weird. the like, chill out and have, Ooh, have yes, a good time. Yes. <laughs> um, but real quick, uh, we touched on M- Buckingham McVie. Michael Nolan has a great breakdown track by track. So I put a link to his uh, video on YouTube. You guys should check it out. Um, this is fun. I love this part. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Top 40 weekly. Yeah. Did we do 80s or 70s last week? 80s. 80s. So, you want to go to the 70s? Yeah. Sure. Pick a good one. 77. That yeah. sounds wonderful. That was the year you were born. No. 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 That's the year my Corvette was when I had one. Corvette. My Corvette was born. Little red 77 Corvette. <laughs> so it's should black. we do the third or the tenth? We'll do the tenth. Yeah, do that's, the tenth. Okay, so. Um, oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, gee. This is like the memories. Um, okay, so speaking of Fleetwood Mac, number ten this week on the on the Billboard 
uh, top four. Number ten was "You Make Love and Fun" by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, <laughs> that's, Christine a that's a Christy McVie. That's, 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 that's because that song was inspired because she was cheating on John, John with the uh, sound guy or lighting guy. Which uh, one? One of the, I think it was the lighting guy. I think it was the lighting guy. <laughs> oh my gosh! That was inspired by that. <laughs> Bit. Baby, what a big surprise! Oh, I don't think I know that one. Chicago. Baby, what a big surprise! surprise. Okay, maybe. Right before before okay, yes. Eyes. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Peter okay. Cetera sings it. Yep. It's yeah. an awesome jam. It's kick-ass. Every time I turn around, "Back in Love Again" by LTD. Okay, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I don't know, I don't that, know that, one. that one. We're all alone by Rita Coolidge. Vaguely. Vaguely. Heaven on the seventh floor by Paul Heaven Nicholas. Heaven on the seventh floor. I remember that. Yeah, one. All right. Good. Mm-hmm. Good, Mr. Yeah. Pittsburgh. It's so easy. It's <laughs> yeah, so I know that easy. one for sure. So, oh, well, not. Buddy Holly, Linda Ronstadt. Linda, Linda Ronstadt had made a career out of other people's songs. Yes. She's also at number four on yes. the countdown <laughs> with. Uh, a blue bayou and a, and a lot of people feel like a lot of younger people don't even know that this is a um Roy Orbison mm. song they that's it's, they it's, don't know. it's Linda Ronstadt these young kids today um don't it make my brown eyes blue yep I don't know that one Crystal Gale. Oh, we're not going to sing it. Oh, here we brown go. eyes blue. Sorry, I tried to say. Well, you. we could play after the show. We'll play. Yeah, I don't think I know this one. And I know this one. You light up my life. I definitely know this one. Oh my goodness! <laughs> now this is so funny. Yeah. Why? Because speaking of Debbie Boone. Yeah. I, speaking of movies, I watched a movie uh-huh. recently with her father in it. Okay. Journey to the Center of the Earth. Wow. Mm. Yep. Yep. Wowzy. Um, wow. Uh, wow. James Mason is in it, uh-huh. and uh, Pat Boone. And man, Pat Boone is like, I don't know, man. Like, I guess because at the time they made that type of acting was, uh-huh. you know. But it just like wow. Every time he's mm. on the screen, I'm like, oh my god, Pat fucking Boone. <laughs> like I just, I was just, it was like, you know, it, it was it was a movie. It was made in 1950. Six, nine, something like that. Later fifties, late, late, late fifties. Um, But some other ones that were on Baby Come Back by Player. I love that song. uh, Slip Slide Away by Paul Simon was on the charts as well as Come Sail Away by Styx. Wow. Steve Miller Band, Swing Time. I love that one too. Uh Is my Your Smiling Face by James T. Oh! Oh, okay. Uh, There's some Sean Cassidy. Not one that I know is on here. Mm. Um, Short People by Randy Newman. <laughs> Randy Newman. That's on the, was on the charts this week. I can't even take that seriously. <laughs> <clears throat> some some ones that were sort of fell off the charts. Um, Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon. Ooh, went yeah, from 26 okay. to 48. Um... Help is on its way by remember Little River oh, Little Band. River, yeah, we need yes. to do a show on these bands again that are like whatever happened to those yes. sorts of things. Um, Point of No Return popped oh. on the charts by Kansas. I was uh by the way I did watch Miracles Out of Nowhere again. That's a documentary about the band Kansas. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Okay good. It's good. You should check it out. But um, yeah, that <laughs> was it. Anything else? Right. Anything you want to mention, Lily, about the 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 charts? No. no, this wasn't my year. <laughs> Just wasn't her year. I, I wasn't born yet, so I know, that, that's there's funny. that. Like some of these titles are, enti- are intriguing. The emotions with "Don't Ask My Neighbors." 
<laughs> yeah, I don't even know that one. Uh, like, I don't know a lot of now these. Now, listen, like, here's a Carpenter song called Calling Occupants of Interplanetary Craft. Did they do a... Did they I a, remember that. I don't remember how the song goes. Did they go through a progressive phase? Like, have. it's one with Rush or something, you know? You know, if you were to hear the song, you'd be like, oh, I remember. It's a, one of those ones that has a weird title. But you know it. But, but you, you know. know the song. Oh, God. Cheech and Chong. There we go. Oh. Blowed on. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> It was their take on float on. <laughs> Blo- float on. My scrotum. No, no, that was not on the chart that, that day. Oh, wow. Did, like some of these I don't think ever went real big. Like Long, Long Way From Home. That's a song like that I heard on the radio, but that was by Foreigner. But that mm-hmm. wasn't a, you know what I mean, one yep. of their big hits. Yeah. Speaking of Foreigner's uh, final tours this summer. Is final it, tour. Is Whatever. it really? I don't know. Are there any members I'm going. left? I don't think so. Oh, the, the, and then nobody, uh, Mick Jones it comes out and plays like one song. Yeah. And right. nobody knows who he is. It's and fine. The re- everybody else is a replacement. Yep. You're going to see a tribute band. Don't pay a lot of money. I don't pay for any tickets. Oh, what is right. wrong we with for- you? I know. We forget sometimes. <laughs> okay. So it's time for our everybody's favorite segment. <laughs> no, out. <laughs> I'm this day in Only what the Beatles did. Honk. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, and they did do something, didn't they? The Beatles do a lot of things. <laughs> oh, here. That's okay, come, yeah. come over here. You know, I, it's so I wasn't far feeling away. you up all show this time. I know. I felt, I was, don't worry, I was feeling myself up. <laughs> uh, this day in 1949, American blues artist Lead Belly died. Oh, Huddy oh. William Ledbetter uh, wrote many songs, including Goodnight Irene, Cotton Fields, wow. and The Rock Island Line, and The Midnight Special. Mm-hmm. Lead Belly was jailed several times for fights uh, and <laughs> knife related incidents. He was once jailed for shooting a man dead during an argument over a As woman. Well, that's not the first time that's As happened. Yes, you do. <laughs> 1961, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Pete Best met with Brian Epstein Never for, heard of him. <laughs> for further discussions about it. His proposal to manage them, Epstein wanted 20 per, 25% of their gross fees each week. He promises that they will never again play for less than 15 pounds except for the cavern. <laughs> wow, I, re- I did read that right. Except for the cavern lunchtime sessions for, for which he will give their fee doubled to 10 pounds. Ooh. Wow. Lennon asked the leader of the Beatles as the leader of the Beatles accepts on his behalf. Um, their behalf. There's a there's a book and I this was one of the first interview I did for when I was when I started doing podcasts. The first one was with this guy and I, I'm so sorry I've forgotten your name but I I bought your book. Um <laughs> called the, it's called The Fifth Beatle and it's about Brian Epstein and it is a graphic novel. Oh really? I should yeah. I should I have to get out and show it to you guys. It's very cool. good. It's Fucking awesome! It's hard cover. It's very cool. Um, Interesting, Mr. Pittsburgh. Can you scoot that over just? A I'll give you a scoot, buddy. Boot scooting, buggy. On this day, in 1962, during sessions for the Free Wheelin' Bob Dylan album, Bob Dylan recorded "A Hard Rain's A Gonna Fall" and versions of "Hero Blues." What's what you gonna do? Oxford Town and I Should Be Free at Studio A, Columbia Recording Studios in New York City. In New York City! City. (laughs) That's you. Okay, uh, the film Fairy Cross The Mercy uh, premiered in London featuring Jerry and the Pacemakers, Celia Black, and other Liverpool acts. It was written by Tony Warren, creator of UK's longest-running television soap opera... 
oh, Coronation Street. Mm. Not the Coronation Street. Coronation Street. 1965, the Rolling Stones recorded 19th Nervous Breakdown and Mother's wow. Little Helper at RCA's Hollywood Studios in Los Angeles. You know, that, that always kind of fascinates me because, like, it's just a random day. And this is what happened. And this is what happened on that day. <laughs> like, two of the, like, biggest, like, yeah. the, these songs are earworms. These are songs, like, a lot of people mm-hmm. might have on lists of, you know, overplayed or whatever. Um, and they just, you know, it's just very casual. 19th on this day, 1966, the Beatles recorded Christmas and New York's <laughs> New Year's greeting for pirate radio stations Radio Caroline and Radio London. Both stations were broadcasting from ships anchored off the British coastline. Well, wow, take that, BBC. <laughs> This day in 1968, the Rolling Stones released Beggar's Banquet, another big album. Mm, the seventh wow. UK studio album for uh, uh, for the album, when included Street Fighting Man, Sympathy for the Devil, the Stones had gone to great lengths to toughen their sound and banish the haze of psychedelia. In doing so, they launched a five-year period in which they would produce their very greatest records. Wow. 1969. 69, dudes! <laughs> I'm waiting for you to pick something here. <laughs> <Yes>. <clears throat> the Rolling Stones played a free festival at Altamont in California along with Jefferson Airplane, Santana, the Flying Burrito Brothers, and Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Rolling Stones fan Meredith Hunter was stabbed to death as a group played as the group played by Hells Angels who'd been hired to police the event. It's claimed Hunter was waving a revolver. Oh, one other man drowned. Two men were killed by a hit and run accident, and two babies were born. So well, some people died. Some people out. were born. Yeah, we yeah, replaced yeah, a couple sure, people. Sure. <laughs> um, this was one of those things that it was always contract. Like the the people that were the real naysayers of rock, we, we allowed these fuckheads to, you know, influence us. We're like, well, yeah, it's all over. See everybody, peace and love at Woodstock. Now look what the fuck's happening. <laughs> um, and it was unfortunate. Um, type of situation. At this point, though, there were some bad... This is what happens, right? Yeah. Somebody gets a good idea, people start yeah. getting together, it's all going real nice, yeah. and then bad actors get involved. Yeah. There's always those people that find a way to game whatever it is you're doing. They find a way to, like, mm-hmm. you know, use it, leverage it to their own advantage, mm-hmm. because, and not because they like it and they just happen to leverage it for their own advantage. They're mm-hmm. only in it to leverage it to their own advantage. Mm-hmm. Understand? There's a yeah. difference. Yeah. Indeed. And that, that's what happens. You get the, Then you end up with, with these types of situations. Uh, one Hit Wonders, Steam, started a two-week run at number one on the U.S. singles charts with Na Na Hey. Hey, hey, kiss him goodbye. And this is a song that is, uh, it's a song I could probably never hear again and be totally happy. I've heard it at way too many like sporting events and stuff like that. Actually recorded by Gary DiCarlo, who intended it to be the B-side of his first single. Gary didn't like the song. Thank you, Gary. Mm-hmm. When record executives <laughs> wanted to use it as a side, he insisted it be released under an assumed name. The song became UK number five single for girl group mm. Banana Rama in banana. 1983. Ram nice. your banana. Ram it. You can do this one. On this day in 1969, dudes! Led Zeppelin made their debut on the U.S. singles chart with whole lot of love it went on to make number four on the chart and was the first 
of six top 40 singles for the group in the U.S. during the band's career. Zeppelin never released any singles in the U.K. Wow. Uh, Fascinating. The way I understood it, and I could be wrong, that the the single, the Zeppelin didn't ever want to be a singles band, and they really were pissed that what they did with a whole lot of love, they, they chopped out the middle. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they didn't want to do any more singles, so they refused to do it. But the label apparently was just pulling album cuts and releasing them as singles without any like having them, you know, re-edit anything. But they nice. they didn't weren't really signing off on them at that point. They said no. Oh no. boy. 1972, while reading the morning newspaper in Nice, France, Rolling Stone Keith Richards was surprised to learn that arrest warrants had been issued for him and his girlfriend, Anita Pallenberg, for drug possession. Yeah. Oh, You're reading the newspaper. Hey, Anita, guess right. what? Hey, look, we made the newspaper. You know it is. That's to you this time, Lou. No, we, we, like we, 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 we made a bad backwards. Order. I yeah. thought maybe we did. This is 1975, guys. Reverend Charles uh, Boykin of Tallahassee, Boinkin. Florida. Boykin. He was Boykin. My, he was boinking. <laughs> was uh, reacting to the results from a survey that said 984 of the thousand local unmarried mothers had sex when listening to rock music. Mm. I mean. So he organized the burning of Elton John and the Rolling Stones records. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> it's not the albums. It should be burning. Sometimes. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with, you know, you know these, these, this music inspires love. Yeah, so what dude. can you say about that? I mean, yeah, isn't dude. sex yeah. the the like highest pinnacle experience you can have with the physical body? I would maybe. assume. You know, I mean, like maybe for some maybe. people, it's like certain meals they like to eat or oh, whatever. Yeah, but I, ultimately, I think you have to say sex. Yes. On this day, 1975, Paul Simon went to number one on the U.S. album chart with "Still Crazy" after all these years, his first U.S. number one solo album. Congratulations. I know that he had some apprehension because Art Garfunkel had like such a like traditionally good mm-hmm. voice. You know what I mean? He had the mm-hmm. big range and all that. Um, but he, uh, you know, little Jewish boy there, he did good for himself. So, 1978, Sex Pistol Sid Vicious smashed a glass in the face of Patti Smith's brother Todd Smith during a fight at New York City Club. Hurrah. Very nice. Yeah, he said, Hurrah, smash. Oh, my. He was gobsmacked. <laughs> He was. He got smacked by... He was goblet smashed. Goblet smashed. He was goblet smashed, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you just got that, huh, Lil? No, I just can't stand it. Yeah, okay. boy. So, this day in 1983, Duran Duran, <laughs> here live in the Apollo, Manchester, England. Now, listen, yeah. I have yeah. a Duran Duran thing to share this week. Okay. Oh. I finally sat down... And watched one of the goofiest, weirdest movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Barbarella. There you go. Oh. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I love that movie. I do too, but it's crazy. <laughs> it's very weird. It's very right. weird. It's very crazy. Um, and well, I will tell you that um, the first scene is she does a strip tease and mm-hmm. she is totally naked. That was nice. And, yeah, it was very <laughs> fucking nice. It was very nice. I wa- After nice. the movie ended, I went back and rewatched the beginning. Again. <laughs> you don't yeah. say. Fuck, man. <laughs> It's it's all about screwing and everything. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. She like bangs everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how like 
people are like, oh, this movie was like a feminist breakthrough. I'm like, no, that's what feminism is. Really? Go, go really? fuck every, you know, like fuck your way through life, you know? Yeah, on, I mean, that's like, that's basically what she does. She fucks her way through the whole movie. I know. Yes. I mean, I'm, listen to me. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I watched that with my ex-mother-in-law. Not that there's anything oh, wrong boy. with that, yeah. as our friend Jerry Seinfeld would yes. say. Who's, who's talking That's now? You. I could go now. Look who's uh, talking now. <laughs> on this day in 1986, Europe were at number one of the UK singles chart with the final countdown. They became only the second <laughs> Swedish act to secure a UK number one. The song reached number one in 25 countries, and the song's lyrics were inspired by David Bowie's song, Space Oddity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. It was, wow. um, the, 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 then wasn't it the Geico commercial? Yes. Yes. If you're Europe, <laughs> you play the final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> the final oh, countdown. That song was, um, they, they did, they had their 15 minutes, mm-hmm. right? but they're basically a one hit wonder. Oh yeah, for sure. But you know, it's a, it's a cool jam with that, uh, uh, yeah, that orchestra. <laughs> yes. It's played on a synthesizer. It's right. Like, Oh. 1988, American singer-songwriter Roy Orbison died of a heart attack, age 52. What? 52? Young. Young. Dude, like, come on, man. I'm 55, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you. Scored the 1964 UK and US number one single, Pretty Woman, plus over 20 US and 30 UK Pretty top 40 woman. singles, including Only the Lonely and Crying, formed his first band, the Wink Westerners, in 1949, was a member of the Traveling Wilburys, I love that band, with Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Jeff Lynne, and Tom Petty. And had the 1988 UK number 21 single handle with care. I love that song. Orbison endured a great deal of tragedy in his life. His first wife, Claudette, died in a motorcycle accident in 1966. And two of his three sons died in a house fire. Wow. That sucks. Wow. <sighs> Life's a bitch and then you die. But in the middle, you wrote some really awesome songs. Yeah. And le- I mean, could you imagine? I don't know if people that like, like, Look, ultimately, at the end of the day, is a human being like the rest of us, and he's got frailties and um, you know, sure. problems. They're and stuff supposed like to be immortal. Okay. Oh yeah. But <laughs> there has to, to be something island. deeply satisfying about laying there while you're having your heart attack, going like, <laughs> "I wrote I left fucking mark. pretty woman." Yeah. Like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> Nothing. Exactly. Nothing, honey. I mean, those are like. I mean. Oh, my God. oh wow! You know, that's why we. I think the three of us. Love me. I think we all appreciate that, right? Mm-hmm. We appreciate like just an amazing Yay. song, like what it can do for people. You know, right. yep. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good, it's a beautiful thing. All right, this day, 1994, Tower Records released The Beatles live at the BBC. A 69... 69, dudes! Track double album of the tunes recorded for BBC shows such as Top Gear, Easy Beat, Saturday Club. And pop go the Beatles. The LP will ri- the LP will rise straight to the top of the UK chart, selling over six hundred thousand copies by the end of the year, and two million in the US. Million copies. <laughs> the reason that was so funny is because it's a non sequitur. It made no had no reference right? to anything you were. <laughs> yeah. You just laugh at weird noises. Get away from me. Who doesn't? People. Oh, I get. I was talking to. Um, a fan of ours not long ago and she and, and she's like those fucking sound effects they kill me and she says Lily's talking and you hit something and like, she's like she just keeps going <laughs> Lily's a professional yeah is it my professional turn? what yes, yes it's your turn 2003 Elvis Costello 
married jazz artist Diana Krall in a what? ceremony at Elton John's UK mansion. About 150 guests, including Paul McCartney, attended the wedding. It was Costello's third marriage. Yeah, you think he'd learn. I believe they are third times the charm. I believe they are like still it. married. Yeah, I believe All right, so. Then. Um, yeah, yeah Elvis, the other Elvis in rock. Isn't that yes. funny? There's two Elvises in rock. <laughs> yeah. Who'd have thunk it? I wouldn't have. I mean, you can understand there's two Robbies in rock. There's two <laughs> Johns. There's multiple, you know, Eric's. Right. Do we really care about this one? No. Uh, we don't have to really talk about that. Um, let's, let's pick and uh, choose at this uh, point. Uh, uh. Um, dun, dun, dun. Just talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Yeah, we're, In we're, 2016, it was reported that more money had been spent on vinyl than downloaded albums for the mm. first time. Vinyl sales made the record industry uh, 2.4 million pounds, while downloads only 2.1. The uh, the Entertainment uh, Retailers Association said it marked a big shift in music consumption. In the same week the previous year, vinyl albums made 1.2 million, while digitals made 4.4. So, people wow. like to have something tangible. I they do. Just, they like just hard they, copy. they just. You know. I mean, I still buy CDs. Hell. Yeah, yeah, I do too. <laughs> I can't help myself. I still buy DVDs. Yes, I know oh, I can stream everything, yes. yeah, but I don't yeah. care. Well, that you know the thing. Here's the thing about the streaming video that's really shitty is if the if the internet's funky or whatever, it's gonna be crap. Know, yeah. yeah, it's not good. Like so, like I if I really like it, I mean to me, I don't know. I'm just I'm not bragging. I'm not trying to say I'm so rich, but I have enough disposable income that if I like a movie, I'll, buy I'll buy it on Blu-ray yeah. yeah, because I want to be able to enjoy it that way. Although sometimes I find myself being super lazy, and I have the Blu-ray right there, and I just hit the streaming thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> sometimes that happens. It's okay. The guy Hugo Peretti, who wrote "Twisted the Night Away," was born in this day, nineteen sixteen. Dave, jazz pianist. Get your mind out of the gutter, Pittsburgh, Kevin. Uh, was born in stay 1920, died of heart failure one day before his 92nd oh, birthday, but birthday. gave a, the world a lot of great music. One of the most influential. Take Five, that album is um, one of the greatest, like most influential jazz albums of all time by Dave Brubeck Quartet. If you've never listened to it, you should, you should give it a chance, even though it's jazz. Uh, George Williams... With the uh, with the times, it's so much in love. Big hit, mm-hmm, 1930, mm-hmm. born in the day, 1935. Rob Royer, American musician, songwriter, best known for a founding member of Bread, yeah, was born in the day, 1942. Keith West, I'm not sure who that is. Happy was birthday, born. Man. Anyways, happy happy birthday, Jonathan King, uh, UK pop mogul, a TV presenter. Ooh. Uh, born in the state in 1944. Fritz Freier. Right. Fritz Freier. Right, you yes. will talk. We will ask the questions, Fritz. Send help. <laughs> uh, Miroslav Vitus. Sure. From Weather Report. Okay, then. Uh, just speaking of jazz, Linda Creed, not from the band Creed. No. Song lyricist <laughs> teamed up with songwriter Tom. <laughs> they wrote the stylistics, You Are Everything. Uh-huh. Um... I thought, okay, I'm having her confused with somebody else. I thought this was the lady that wrote the lyrics to Love Lift Us Up. But she wrote, um, you are everything, bet you golly now. You make me feel brand new. You make me feel brand new. God bless. You know that song? <laughs> yeah. That's all over the oldie stations. Yes, I know. The greatest love oh, of Lord all. Jesus. <laughs> Again, brought to you by Caffeine. Uh, Rick 
Buckler. <laughs> oh, Ricky. Drummer with the Jam. Happy yeah. birthday. Edward Tudorpole. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. With Tudor the song Soul. Swords of a Thousand. Oh. oh. Unfortunate. We've had enough of that. Name. Peter Buck from Rem from REM. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is another guitar player who I think is very cool, but nobody really talks about as yeah. a guitar player. It's cool, very cool. You, 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 there's some cool, uh, cool, cool riffs and stuff. Uh, speaking of cool guitar players, yeah, the man, the legend himself, uh, left the earth way too soon. Did not leave us enough music. Randy Rhodes, uh, guitarist with uh, Quiet Riot, and of course hey. Ozzy Osbourne's Blizzard of Oz. David Lovering, drummer with American alternative rock band The Pixies. Ben Watt from Everything But The Girl Mark Gardner Happy birthday uh, Ulf Ekbrag Yeah Ulf Ekbrag <laughs> Also it's my father's birthday today No it's way It's my father's <laughs> He's 66. birthday 66 dudes <laughs> When he gets to 69 let us know Oh, oh don't worry yeah. I will <laughs> Oh my you're 69, dude. <laughs> I can see me buying oh, e- each and of us, each of us buying each other T-shirt like on our 69th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> You're 69, dude. Oh boy. Nice. Oh, that's not that far off. A couple oh, years. Maybe for you. Um, mm. Next week we're gonna hit on a, some cool shit. Um, we're gonna talk about um, the the decent rock magazines, mm-hmm. the ones that don't suck. Yes. I'm going to have to change that title. Ten Rock Magazine. Yeah, you're going to have to make it so people understand uh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and like that was, those were always the tastemakers, right? The, the critic, like Lester, we know, like Lester Bangs, you know, and of course the big DJs, whatever. Um, I mean, you think about some of the DJs that broke, we should do a podcast on that, the DJs that really broke music. Mm-hmm. Like that bitch that played Rush, you know, <laughs> that whore. Wow, I hope she's That's not listening. Slut. I forget her name now, but she was from Cleveland, yeah. so all those uh, descriptions are correct. Wow. And uh, also, being the holiday season, we want to talk about, we want to know your opinion on the best gift ideas for rockers. Mm. So I'm going to, I'll post that in the in the group and see if we get some, yeah. uh, that would be some responses on that. Uh, yes, as you pr- may know or may not know, we are not doing live streaming temporarily. We need to rethink how we're doing things. I want to be able to play music. I'm tired of not being able to play music. Um, and it's it just sucks. Um, we need like just a better way of doing it. Um, so we're kicking around some ideas. If you have any ideas, let us know. But right, you're not going to see us live for a little while. We're we're reorganizing. That's it. Regrouping. We're regrouping. We're rethinking. Uh, Lily, please uh, let us inform us of any like happenings or things where you will be attending that we may go and uh, gaze upon your loveliness. <laughs> gaze upon mm-hmm. my loveliness. Well, I'm going to have to look things up because right now I'm concentrating on the Christmas party this weekend. Maybe Saturday night there might be something. Saturday I will have to let you know. Saturday night. Oh boy! <laughs> I am going to Trans Siberian Orchestra on the seventeenth. Oh, cool! But uh, I'll check for uh, Saturday night. But right now, I have nothing to you report. You know, I just realized something. What? Yes. History. Uh huh. S- society. Let me put this way: Society's finally caught up with the Trans Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> See? What comes wow. around goes around. <laughs> 
ridiculous I have, I have something to tell you guys. Remind me. I, I cannot talk about it on the podcast. Oh, right. boy. I just want to tell you guys that, I, that, that you guys are going to freak the fuck out. Oh, boy. Um, but anyways, so you're listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com and uh, check it all out. Great archive. All the backs, all the links to everything. You know, if you still don't know how to get to RockRageRadio.com, there's even links to that shit. Yes. So you yeah. can check it out. But uh, yeah, LudiniRockandRollCircus.com, Wolf's Customs, uh, our good brother, uh, Mr. Chris Thunderwolf Dodson does amazing custom artwork on your musical instruments. Check him out, wolfscustoms.online, or find him on social media and rockrageradio.com. Download the app, Lily. I have a whole show, like I said before, Hot Licks with Lily it's Six. <laughs> Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Tell about her whole. I am actually Whoa. taking a hiatus until January for interviews, but I do have all new music for the next couple of weeks. Um, and it's a mixed bag of all the fun. You don't know if you're going to get death metal or folk rock. There you knows? go. Perfect. Folk death. <laughs> there <polka>. it is. <laughs> exactly. Folk death. Death polka. <laughs> oh, my. Um, Stu told me that, like, what they, they played the... Um, you, guys, you guys ever heard of the Ori... Ori of, wow. The Orpheus. Or- not the Orifice. Orifice? The Orpheus um, Music um, Club. Mm, don't it's think o- so. It's over by the. Um, it's kind of over by the zoo. No, I don't think so. Um, I'm not familiar. On, that's Butler. It's on Butler. But anyway, so they. Hmm. Um, <laughs> he said they were setting up, and there were guys in there with accordions just sitting oh, around playing. Lord. What? <laughs> yeah, wow. it was just like. That's fun. <laughs> uh, you know, wow. they're playing the accordion. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with Mr. Pittsburgh. Is there anything you would like to say before we wrap up today's podcast? I love each and every one of you. Lies. Some more than others. <laughs> Whoa, the Renfelds. They're going to be in Pittsburgh. Sorry. Oh. Uh, okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. And we will catch you all on the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.